Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Pagan's Witch Corner. My name is Pagan. And today I am joined by a really awesome author who wrote an incredibly well, well, well done book. Just one of the best ones I've read probably this year. And that is Matthew Ash McKernan. I hope I didn't butcher your last name. I'm really bad with names. <laughs> but uh, Matthew or Ash, I know you go by both. Welcome to the show. Thanks. Yeah, Ash is fine. Ash is fine. Perfect. Well, yep. uh, Ash is the author of the book Weird Craft, and it is all about healing, healing self and nature through the mysteries of the fates. And the book, like I said in the opening, was incredible. I, I didn't expect, I don't know really what I expected when I got the book and I started reading through it. I didn't expect it to be so incredibly empowering. And there was so much information in it. Like, it is not one of those books that I would recommend sitting down in a day to try to read because there's yeah. so much stuff to work through in it, but it's so well done. So very good job. Thank you for writing it. <laughs> sure. Yeah, it's definitely not a, um, it's definitely a book that takes time, like you said, to get through for sure. There's a lot of concepts, a lot of, a lot of thought provoking stuff. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious how long it will take people to get through it um, because it took me a while to write it. You know, naturally. I would imagine but, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it yeah. was so, so good. So, so good. And the exercises were incredible through it as well. Um, I haven't finished doing all those because usually I read it cover to cover and then I go back through and do the exercises and I just started those this week. Um, but so far, they the exercises are absolutely empowering and incredible. And they, they will give you a emotional workout <laughs> at times um, in the best of ways because, you know, we have to work through all of that. But what was your kind of inspiration for writing this book? Hmm. Um, I guess my inspiration was healing this idea, um, the pro the, you know, just the combination of magic and healing, um, that really, uh, fat started to fascinate me as I um, started grad school to become a counseling, um, uh, a counselor like mm -hmm. and I became MFT marriage and family therapist um and yeah I, I was involved with magic and you know different traditions and you know and also meditative traditions and stuff before that before I started grad school but so I took I brought kind of all of that with me into grad school and I just started to see all these kind of connections between the two and started to really look at um, magic as being this thing that can be used for healing. And I know that's been done for a long time, but um, specifically kind of like this, um, you know, psychological healing. And um, 
and when I when I came across the concept of weird, that really um, it just tied everything together in, in a way um, that it just I don't know. It, it said it was just yeah. I could kind of see the book. I could see the mm-hmm. book in its totality in a sense, and um, it was it was almost like a compulsion or something to write it. You know, there was something that I had wanted to do for a really long time. Like I wanted to get my thoughts out into the into the world on paper. I wanted to talk about them with people and and just, yeah, really create create like a conversation around healing Mm -hmm. and and not just like the healing of mind, um, not just, quote unquote, psychological healing, but holistic healing that includes mind, body relationship environment soul spirit which which i found happens in psychotherapy just right um, mm-hmm. yeah all of those domains get get addressed and um yeah so that's kind of that's the short of it in a sense <laughs> the, the short version indeed and it is something that i found incredibly inspiring throughout your entirety of the book was you know, as um, someone who is a nurse practitioner, um, also of Seder as well, to see mm-hmm. all the different aspects that you have incorporated into those books or into the book itself and to see the fact that that is something I think during healing journeys we often forget about is how interconnected everything is. And mm-hmm. as somebody who has had a chronic illness forever and seeing how one bad day can affect my entire body or infect my entire mindset or just you know the smallest thing can basically disrupt the entire pattern and you talk a little bit about that in your book as well where um if something happens on one of those cords it can mess up the whole thing but you can go back and fix it which i thought was really really neat because you know a lot of time when when we talk about the fates it's something that's kind of set in stone and it can't be changed. And I loved how your book basically kind of gave us the pathway and the work to go through and actually set up a kind of healing journey to reweave the tapestry of our lives, which was just so beautiful. Mm. Yeah. Thanks. Well said. Yeah. (laughs) I, I like there's a couple of phrases that come through the book a number of times, and one of them is, um, one of them is you have to see the strings of fate before you can pull the strings of fate, mm-hmm. something like that. So, and then the other one is you have to feel the wound to heal the wound, and and because everything is connected, you know these threads, these threads that were kind of that we have to see before we can pull, you know they like you're saying they go through everything Mm -hmm. so yeah something happens across the world it's going to affect us um i mean covid was the perfect example of that just yes how how that spread all over the world and how that just affected everybody's mind everybody's body everybody's relationships um everybody's environment and and their spiritual um, understanding and so yeah and then and then um, yeah, I think a lot of the book, you know, in essence is, is just about bringing awareness to things, bringing more and more and more awareness. And then 
the more awareness one has, the more um, choices there are. Like, you know, if I if I become more aware of something, I'll see that oh, I have different choices that I mm -hmm. could make, and and that that to me is magic. I mean, it's um, it's making a different choice and causing change in the world through these through awareness and through choice and not only is it magic but it's healing um, if it's done mindfully and if it's done kind of like in alignment with with nature with with weird then um, it can be incredibly healing and so transformative and i mean i I do feel that the implications of this book like are are pretty um profound. I mean it's a difficult it's a difficult process for mm -hmm. sure. It's not easy to look at one's wounds. It's not easy to look at one's traumas and and just look at oneself in the world and the shadow, you know, it's the shadow is just as much within us as it is around us and in the people around us. So um yeah, it's not easy for sure. You know, and I think it's interesting that you kind of talk a little bit about the shadow there because I remember when I first started out on my magical journey, everybody was like obsessed with, you know, do your shadow work, do your shadow work. And it's like, well, okay, first of all, tell me what shadow work is. And then secondly, how the heck do I do it? And, you know, it took some time to kind of figure that out. But essentially, for those of you who are listening, who may be new to the practice, if you're unsure of what shadow work is, it's basically you work through the shadow, the junk, the trauma, and all the stuff within you that nobody likes to talk about, nobody wants to touch, nobody wants to address it, and so you bury it, and you bury it in that deep dark hole inside your mind, and that's your shadow. And mm -hmm. working through that is something that is not comfortable, it's not easy, and if it was easy, everybody would do it, and they would do it willingly, and a lot of people don't want to, because you don't mm -hmm. want to touch it. and. I know, you know, going through the process of the exercises within your book, you give a lot of opportunity to work through that shadow, to touch that shadow, to work through it in a healthy and slow way. I don't recommend doing shadow work quickly because it's painful. Um, but when you do it slowly and you work through it and you especially finding exercises that work for you, which in this book, many of them work very well for me, and I think they will work very well for many people out there listening, that this is going to be a really great process for you to slowly work through it and also to figure out where everything sits for you. Where do your cords sit? Where do all of these different fabric pieces of your life sit within you? And what needs to be fixed? Some things don't need to be fixed. Some things mm -hmm. are just meant to be there. And they were a lesson for you. And that's it. That's all you need to do is learn from the lesson and move on. Mm -hmm. So I think that you put the, I, the book itself in order is perfect in that sense, because it does go through everything in such a wonderful way to help the reader go through everything slowly, understand it, grasp it, especially the historical and, um, I guess, linguistic versions of it to understand the terminology and everything behind it and what weird really is and what weird craft is. You do such a wonderful job explaining that. So that that was just very, very, very well done. Thanks. Yeah, I, I tried to kind of craft the book in a way that went from simple to complex or 
more practical to abstract, mm-hmm. but but not losing that practicality as it went along too. You know, just kind of carrying it um, through. So, um, in that sense, it's I tried to write it for the beginner as well as kind of the advanced practitioner. And um, yeah, it's it was fun. It was fun to see how that to to see the process of the book because I it is kind of a journey and it does take time yes slower slower is better for sure um that's another another phrase in trauma treatment you know is slower is faster mm-hmm. so yeah it would, it's kind of a funny um contradiction but it's, <laughs> uh, it's we can actually work through our stuff a lot better if we go slower and take our time with it and be really careful and loving and um yeah yeah and, I- and, and the shadow Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to I definitely agree with you on that was um, I think a lot of it, too, is I think we also forget how much witchcraft our self-care is in witchcraft and all of that and working through magic and spiritual practice is a lot of self-care. And you do talk a lot about that. And the, the first step of self-care is remembering to love yourself. So you do that very well as well. And now mm-hmm. I pass the mic back to you. <laughs> Yeah, well, I was just going to say something about um, the shadow shadow work aspect. And it is, I th- I think going slowly through shadow work is, is it's also more effective. You, you are saying that it, um, it can be intense to do it fast. Like if you go into shadow work really quickly and yeah, it can be overwhelming and it can be re-traumatizing if people have trauma and and it could actually just be traumatizing in general because the shadow is, um, it's a beast. Right? Mm-hmm. And, but at the same time, there's a lot of gold in the shadow. There's this, it's where our potential lies. It's where a lot of our magic is waiting to be realized and kind of brought through us into the world. And um, uh, chat, psychotherapy, or as I like to call it, psyche therapy was just, kind of changes the angle to more of soul therapy um, is is great for this for shadow work because it is such a slow mindful and guided process and I think that is important uh, because the shadow a lot a lot of what happens in the shadow realm is unconscious so it's really hard to do uh, deep shadow work without a mirror to and without a guide Mm -hmm. um, and without certain tools and um, part parts of so yeah practically speaking I was thinking about that so what is what is the shadow in 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 like the witchcraft magical community you know what does that look like and um, and I do think it differs from person to person like everybody's Mm -hmm. weird everybody has a different has their own weird and you know their own their own fate their own destiny their own soul their own magic their own nature and essence and whatnot but um a lot of things that that are in the shadow are like you're saying our wounds our issues the things we push aside so it's stuff like anxiety depression uh, like paranoia black and white thinking, mm-hmm. um, spiritual bypassing. I think that 
that happens a lot, unfortunately, within the magical community. Um, and it's it's not intentional, but it's I think that the shadow is 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 a mystery. It's 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 a mystery just as much as magic is and soul is and everything else. Um, and it's terrifying. So so it's easy to to kind of bypass the shadow uh, doing that deep work. Say say it's like, okay, I'm gonna work with Hecate or I'm gonna do an underworld journey or something. And that is shadow work to some extent. Um, but a lot of our shadow comes out just in our day-to-day. It's like how we interact with our family mm-hmm. and how we interact with strangers, what comes up. And there's kind of an avoidance of, of conflict, an avoidance of having these really vulnerable, intimate conversations with people where we express our wants and needs and boundaries. And the shadow shows up in addiction. You know, mm-hmm. it shows up in um, projection when we assume things about others and you know it's really our own stuff that we put onto others and and is this delusion that we're separate that that magicians are different than non non-magicians or something or that witches are different than non-witches etc it's like we're all connected and um, I do think another aspect of the shadow is this concept of inflation, where and I think this happens a lot with witch communities too, is because we're all working with these deities or these spirits, and we embody these gods and goddesses, and mm-hmm. in a way we welcome them into our being, and it feels really good, and we can gain all sorts of wisdom and all sorts of magic and just like many blessings through that process, right. Um, and it's also dangerous because mm-hmm. we we kind of leave the earth realm a little bit and we forget, oh, I need to maintain my relationship with my coworkers and my and and the earth and just the bus driver or the bank teller. And um so you know, I, I don't think any of these things are specific to the witchcraft community or whatever, too. It's like they're humanity humanity has all of these problems um and so does the witchcraft and magical community as well and it's great that psychotherapy and you know psychology and stuff is is coming into the world of of magic more Mm -hmm. and more because it's a um it's really powerful magic like yes who'd have thought that therapy is magic but holy cow (laughs) Therapy is very much part of magic. And, you know, kind of talking about what you were saying with connecting with, you know, deities and spirits and all that. Um, Judith Isles, um, beautiful author who told me once that she said, you have to explain sometimes to spirits and deities that you can't spend all time, all your time in the realm of spirit. You have to spend your time partially in the realm of spirit, but also partially in the earthly realm. And mm-hmm. that kind of goes back to talking about those responsibilities. Yeah, as humans, we have responsibilities to life and to paying our bills, to taking care of our kids and our dogs and our house plants and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So you yeah. have all these responsibilities. And yes, while touching the divine and working with spirit is so empowering and feels really good because we are spiritual beings. We want to achieve that all the time, but we're also earthly bound beings. 
So it's kind of having to figure out where the, that healthy line sits. And constantly connecting to spirit can also be just as much of an addiction as mm -hmm. drugs can. So yeah. you have to find that healthy balance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's difficult. It's difficult to do sometimes because a lot of the shadow stuff is unconscious. Like mm -hmm. We're not aware of it. And that's the beauty of the the wildness of the unconscious is that you can't be aware of it um, unless you slow down and really become bring just more and more awareness to your body, you know, your mind, your relation, all, all these domains, you know, and and that's how that's how what seems like fate, like these things that are out of our control they can they can become a little bit more in our control because we see that we are caught in patterns and we're like oh okay there's these loops you know and i can i can step a little bit to the right and and get out of that loop um but it it takes yeah time and and courage and compassion and help like we we need each other's help mm -hmm. you know we're all in this together and we're all um yeah, we're all healing together. And, you know, the the recurring mental theme for me as, as I was reading your book was all of the different um, fibers of the tapestry and the, the webs that we're all weaving. It reminds me so much of the underground networks of mycelium and how mm -hmm. everything, all the mycelium is literally connected to everything. All the grass, all the trees, all the water sources, everything, all of it's connected. And it's all connected to each other in order to allow it to survive. And it, it's something that I think that we forget that we're also part of that network. Mm -hmm. And so it's, you know, don't worry, everybody. It's not like the crazy show, The Last of Us or anything like that. But it is something that on a spiritual level and an animistic level, we are all connected to it. We're connected to the trees outside, to the birds, to everything that is around us on a spiritual level. And we forget that. And so sometimes we get so obsessed with our connections to technology and to just, you know, being a part of this world and doing all the stuff that we're supposed to be doing, you know, going and doing all the responsibilities that we also forget that our spiritual sides need to be fed just as much as the physical ones. So mm -hmm. I love that you did talk a little bit about the mycelium thing, but I'm obsessed with mushrooms. I think they're the coolest things ever. <laughs> um, so it was so fun to kind of think about that throughout the book. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a beautiful kind of fractal in a sense, like the mycelium network it is a fractal of the larger cosmos it's, mm -hmm. you know everything is connected and it's such a beautiful example of that like in that we can see and learn about and there's so much to learn um that it's uh there's you you said like so many things right there i'd love to respond to um but yeah the physical and the spiritual are one that's kind of one thing that i was thinking of mm -hmm. when you were talking and in this the animism the mm -hmm. that that and remembering that like you're saying like remembering that everything is connected and is connected by this web 
of soul or spirit, you know, um, divinity, etc. And and that process of remembering that is is healing. It's that that is the process of healing. The more we remember, the more we heal. And yes. Yeah, it's it's really cool. It is very cool. And it's something that sometimes it's also a little hard for us as humans to wrap our brain around how interconnected everything is because a lot of times humans think of things very linear and very straightforward. And so trying to think about all the different fractal branches that are out there that we're all connected to is a little mind boggling. So if you're listening to this and you're just like, that's too much for my brain to comprehend, that's okay. You don't have to comprehend all of it. Just have a yeah. generalized knowledge of, yes, I'm connected to everything. And that's as far as you have to go with it if you need to. But if you want to go farther, um, the book is got all the pieces for you to go as far and as deep as you need to or as you want to. So it, it's something that if, again, if you're having a hard time wrapping around it. <laughs> it may, may not have all of the pieces, but. <laughs> well, it's a good starting point. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so in terms of the book, is this going to be a single piece or are you planning on adding another book into making it a series? I don't know yet. That's I, fair. Yeah. I've been working on kind of a, I don't know. I don't know if it would be a part two or just a continuation or you know, I'm writing, I'm I'm working on some stuff that is related to it. And I don't know what form it'll take. And I think a lot of it will depend on just how, how this book lands in a way. Mm -hmm. and I how completely my, understand that. Yeah. And how my conversations go with people, um, because it's been really fun to, um, to talk about it, to talk about weird, to talk about healing, you know, and mysticism and weird consciousness and all these themes and and see see what people's weird is like everyone has a different weird so it's mm -hmm. i've been doing kind of workshops and and groups and i look forward to doing more this summer and and i think that will that will affect what what you know if i you know what'll happen next as mm -hmm. far as writing but yeah i'm going to focus on just seeing what happens with this and then doing some workshops. I want to do some actual therapy groups with weird. Oh, that dudes. would be cool. That'd be really neat. Yeah. So that's kind of, yeah, those are some things in the works. And uh, I wish that it could all happen faster. You know, <laughs> I'm learning how to be patient with the whole thing. But yeah. Being patient is definitely one of my downfalls as well. So I, I understand the want to go faster and yeah. see everything just unfold almost in this sonic zoom version of everything, which is, it's a lot harder when everything has to go slow and you have to see it slowly unfold. But, you know, kind of thinking about back to the animism, you get to watch everything bloom and you get to watch it all slowly unfold out in the world. Mm -hmm. Now you get to do it with your book and yeah. see how that expands 
But like I said, everybody who is listening, the book is incredible. It is a book that I highly recommend, especially if you want to take a deep look into the aspects of weird. And you don't have to be a practitioner of Norse heathenry or Norse paganism. You can come at this even just from a, you know, basic spiritual perspective if you want to, or you can even come at it. I, I like how you mentioned in the book that even atheists would have a concept of weird and understanding of that to mm -hmm. a point. Yeah. And I thought that that was a really neat thing. So you can come at this book any direction from any walk of life. And I think you're going to get something out of it. I think everybody will that comes out of it. And it's just an incredible book to go on a journey with. So I highly recommend it. Pick up a copy if you can. And if you don't, if you're not able to pick up a copy, because I know times are hard, check your local library. And if they don't have it, request a copy. They will get you one, I promise. So and I'll put up videos and um, other other writings and stuff. You know, you can find those on my social media and stuff. So you can um, engage with weird in, in that way. And, uh, and weird is just one word for this thing that, you mm -hmm. know, other cultures have named all, you know, it's just one word. It's, uh, it's, it's been, it's named Dao, you know, that's another name for it in Chinese. So you could read the Dao Te Ching and learn about weird, or you could, you could read about, um, systems theory and science and you, you'd be learning about weird and you could read psychology books or basically, there's no escape from weird. <laughs> it's everywhere. I don't know how I see it. <laughs> I love that. I love that it literally is everywhere. And there's so yeah. much cool stuff within your book. And there, like you were saying, there's also so many other ways that you can connect with the web of weird. Um, you can look at it through indigenous studies. You can look at it through different aspects of spirituality and just come at it from even a scientific perspective if you want to, you know, like we were saying before with mycelium and everything else, even the basic cell structure is classification of weird. So mm -hmm. it's all connected. It's all really cool. And if you're kind of a little bit of a science nerd like me, you will probably geek out learning about it. So <laughs> you are on social media, which social media platforms are on so everybody can go follow you and check out your stuff. I'm on Facebook just under Ash McKernan and I'm under I'm a, I'm on Instagram under at weird wild web w y r d and then wild web just written as is um yep weird wild web and that's my web page as well www.weirdwildweb.com and that's kind of like my therapy page but um I'll I'll put up different my kind of different groups I'm doing or offerings as they as they come up on there and probably adding to the blog part of it uh, as time goes on. But yeah, that's where I'm found in the, on the interweb. I absolutely love it. So everybody, all of those links I will have in the show description, as I always do for you. I also have a link to the book as well, so you can pick up a copy. And just everybody out there. Go enjoy the weird, connect with it, and stay safe while you're out there as well. We'll see you all next time. Bye, everybody. Thank you. Bye-bye.